The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Welcome everyone to Wrestling to the Max's 205 live review show for November 21st, 2017. And we are brought to you by W2Mnet.com. That's right, the place where you go find all your great wrestling needs and a lot more. And hey, make sure you go hit that subscribe button over at Wrestling to the Max. Don't forget to go also rate and review. And once you do that, you'll get all these great review shows. Also, the W2M Network is another great place. You can do the same. When you hit that subscribe button over there, you'll not only get these reviews, but a lot of other great podcasts from W2Mnet.com when it comes to wrestling. Hey, you'll even get sports like football and soccer and you'll also entertainment too. So trust me, a wide array of things to go check out over there. Big love and shout outs to 411mania.com and last one on prowrestling.com for their support. So thank you to them. Uh, and tonight I am not Harry Broadhurst. I am Gary Vaughn and I uh, hope that's okay with everyone. Uh, but I am here uh, to cover for him because he is sick, sadly. But your normal co-host is here, Liz Pagosi. Hello again. Hey, and, uh, you know, once again, you have to deal with me here, Liz. I'm sorry about that. Um, but it's been a pleasure. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully, you know, Harry's okay. You know, I, I feel yeah. bad for the guy, you know, uh, know, it's not fun being sick around the holidays, but, um, uh, yeah, but I'm enjoying, you know, we've, we've had a lot of fun. This is the second time, uh, well, in the night we've actually got a chance to talk <laughs> wrestling, but second time I've covered for Harry and we've right. got to do shows together. So I think we're, we're doing okay though. You know, I think so. It's been fun. Yeah, it is fun. So, uh, just to let everybody also know, uh, make sure you come and check out all the other great stuff that we have to offer because see, you know, Harry doesn't just do this show with Liz. He also does wrestling unwrapped and things like that. So make sure you go and find him and give him some love and tell him you missed him because you know, <laughs> You had to deal with Gary again. Uh, but here we are on this Thanksgiving Day uh, episode of 205 Live. At least that's the way it felt, Liz. I mean, it felt like it was already Thanksgiving, the way they portrayed everything. I mean, you even had the food there, and you had Enzo, and you had the Zoe train all hanging out, talking about being thankful. Of course, you know, it all revolved around being thankful for Enzo Amore, that's the way it always goes, but hey, that's, that's the way he likes to ride. Uh, and you got guys like Noam Dar, Davari, and you have Drew Gulak, and, uh, you know, just all these guys, you know, getting company, and Tony Nese just having a good time with Zo Train. Uh, but what we find out here, and what's the most important thing, is we have Enzo kind of talking about how last night there were four other guys on the other side of the ring that basically challenged him and beat him last night. And tonight's a new night, and they are going to take care of business. And Enzo told them all he did them a favor. He got them all matches against those four guys, which the four guys we are talking about of course, it's Mustafa Ali. We're talking about Rich Swan. We're talking about Cedric Alexander. And uh, we're also talking about Tazawa. And 
this is, you know, basically presented as a favor to those guys as a, I guess you would say, holiday treat. Um, but Enzo also threw him a, a little bit of a carrot out there on a string and said, hey, if you win and you do a good job, I'll put in a good word for you over there for the Cruiserweight title. So we, this all just kind of sets up the night. And it also kind of gives you an idea of where the Zo train is going and how he's motivating his guys. You know, what, what did you think about this opening segment? It was probably one of the better holiday food table segments. <laughs> as soon as I started, I was like, oh, great. I knew something was missing. We're going to get our traditional holiday food fight on 205 for a change. Um, but thankfully, unless I missed it, we didn't get that far. Um, I actually enjoyed seeing the gobbledygooker there show up. I mean, it set it up. It was funny. I actually it was, it was, you know, in a sense, a little lighthearted. I, it, you know, it worked. It worked for what it was. Yeah, you're right. And it's, it is kind of funny. I, I love Drew Gulak being in the turkey outfit. That was hilarious. I love it so much. <laughs> I just love also Gulak. How are you doing? <laughs> Why this guy ever? I swear. <laughs> it's fabulous. As somebody, who's, as somebody who's from New York, I appreciate that so much. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, man. Uh, but you know, you know, you're right. No food fight, but we did get that a wide array of food and all that. So, not, you know, they didn't go traditional WB, but that's that's good sometimes. Uh, we'll start the night out. Go ahead. No, I was I saying know. definitely because those those food fights are need to be a thing of the past. They're so old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too much so. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we start out the night with a match between Drew Gulak and, and Akira Tozawa, and this is a street fight, and uh, we have Gulak coming out and just kind of doing his shtick like normal and kind of talking about himself and what's going to be ha- happening and kind of talking about the street fight and uh, kind of, you know, really kind of alludes to that there will be a new PowerPoint, and as he's about to introduce the PowerPoint, Kira Tozawa interrupts him. How rude. I'm just going to say that, right? That's my best uh, Stephanie Tanner impression. <laughs> How rude. Uh, I know. Sorry, guys. Back in the 90s. Sorry. Bad reference. Uh, but, you know, here we are, and this match actually ends up being pretty okay. I, I'll say for a street fight, to me, it was a little tame. Uh I don't know about you, Liz, but this was one that I was kind of thinking to myself, okay, yeah, they kind of battled that, but it wasn't all that strong when it came to all the weapons. I mean, the, the biggest part here was Akira Tozawa putting the trash can over the top of Drew Gulak's head, beating it to death with a uh, Singapore cane, and then hitting his big finisher to take out Drew Gulak. I, I, I thought it was okay, uh, and it was a decent match. I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, it definitely... It was something that I was like, oh, you know, normally when I hear street match, I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, whatever. I don't. I think it's very rare when they get it right. Um, and this one definitely fell fell short. I think the two of them could have a lot of potential in a match like that. Was it a time constraint? They only have an hour. Or was it they wanted to, wanted it to keep it contained into the ring? You know, they did what they did, um, but. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It was just, I don't want to say it felt a little flat, but it was just a little off. I think it could have been more, but 
with the time they had, I guess they did what they could do. Yeah, uh, you're right, and that's the kind of the situation you deal with at this point of you know 205 is they are constricted by time and, and by a few other things they're trying to get done in the show. So sometimes they can't go over the top like they can on the other brands. I get that, and that that makes sense to me. And not only that, they are trying to fit all these matches in and do also a few other things. Of course, all their commercial breaks, blah blah blah. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you you have Tazawa winning, which kind of sets a precedent for what's going on with his O train. Yeah, you have Enzo Amore not very happy about this, and you got Tony Nese eating and you know having a merry old time. But Enzo is not happy now. He basically warns and chastises you know Tony Nese and the other guys that hey, you need to get serious here. You you, you need to understand this is about my reputation. You need to go take it serious and. You also have the four guys I mentioned earlier coming to kind of make fun of Enzo uh, and the rest of the Zo train. You know, you have, you know, guys like Cedric Alexander and Swan poking fun, making jokes. You got Mustafa Ali chiming in here. Uh, you know, so they're trying to get their shots in on those guys and basically preparing themselves for the matches later on in the show. Uh, and I love the fact that they called the Enzo, Enzo train uh, the turkeys. Uh, that was kind of funny. <laughs> I like that, too. So there's a few things here that, that was interesting. What, what did you think about that little segment? I, I enjoyed it because I think I think some of them, you know, sometimes really don't get to show much of a personality, if any. And I think tonight they were able to, you know, either, you know, very quickly, you know, or whatnot. But it, 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 I found it entertaining. And... You know, I'd like to be some of them. You'd like to be to see them be able to, you know, talk on their own a little bit more. You know, show some of their actual, you know, personality. You know, you're right about that, and you know, is I'm not saying it's begrudging because I think that Enzo is fine. I think his little role here on this, you know, 205 Live really does kind of help the rest of these guys because. He can be the focal point, but yet let them use their voice around him. And that's exactly what's happening here, right? They're making fun of him, so they're showing personality by making fun of him, which, you know, it gives us something other than just being flat and just being a, hey, I'm just a wrestler, <laughs> you know? So I think you're right on that. And it, it's kind of good, and this is the exact uh, proof of that. I really like what they did here. So no argument from me on all that that you just said. Um but yeah, I mean that sets up some other matches that will take place in this show. Um, so we move on and we talk about uh, what's something kind of interesting. We we got Tony Nice here, and, and uh, which once again, I mean, I had to let people know I, I'm a big fan of Tony Nice. I, I think a lot of the guy. Uh, I know a lot of people people don't really care, but I just I really like what he does. So. He takes on Mustafa Ali in a match, and these guys actually put on a really solid match. I don't think I really have anything bad to say about it, but you do have Tony Nese getting the victory, and he he wins this one. Uh, but I mean, what did you think overall about this one? I enjoyed it. I liked seeing Nice win. Um, I think he ends up getting the short end of the stick. But I don't think, as you said, I don't think a lot of people have taken to him for whatever reason. I kind of like, you know, what he has going on. Um, almost like a, what I call like a gym jerk, you know, for lack of a better term, you know. 
you know, with his, you know, 19 abs, you know, whatever it is. And, you know, that the whole, just his whole way. I think he's definitely somebody that has personality that if they let him, you know, let it come out, he'd, you know, really get over a lot better. I, I enjoyed the match. I thought it was a decent match. Uh, you know, Mustafa Ali is super talented. Uh, a guy that, oh my God, he he, he just has uh, so much to offer when it comes to athleticism and just being an, an overall great wrestler. So these two guys in the ring together, I am never going to complain. I, I don't think that they, you know, gave you any less than you needed here. I was really happy with the performance. It didn't need to be a pay-per-view performance to be good. So I'm really thrilled yeah, that they, they had the matchup here. So uh, this makes you know, Enzo Amore very happy. Uh, that Tony's won, and so that moves uh, you know along what we had here with Enzo. But that also brings us to the fact that you know we do have Enzo. You know, going to be he's going to be out ringside, and he's going to come check out the main event here uh, between Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, uh, Noam Dar, and Davari. And we get one uh, that is is pretty good, too. Um, I'll say it, it was pretty solid for the most part. I, I don't know if it was anything super great to write home about, um, but you, you do have a pretty interesting matchup here. Uh, you do get Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander getting the victory, but in the end, the O-Train attacks them and basically wipes them out. Uh, you know, you may have Mustafa Ali come out and try to save the day uh, in Tozawa, but they just can't overcome what the Zotrain has to offer. So, in the end, uh, it's it's Enzo Amori and his guys on the Zotrain, you know, standing tall. Uh, so, what did you think about that whole thing, everything that went down here? Um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. I liked it. I mean, I think I think the Zotrain they needed to be dominant um, in tonight if Going forward, they really want people to take them serious. They can't just have it, you know, too much as comedy as, okay, these people are humoring Enzo because of all the benefits they get from it, which is basically how I see why they, you know, why they're with him. And I think was what they've gone for. So, I mean, they have to balance it out. And I think tonight did a pretty decent, you know, effort with that. Um, they had their comedy bits. They had, you know, they had Enzo being Enzo. But at, even though they lost at the end, you know, they still you know, destroyed them. So, you know, it, it put them over like, okay, we are a force to be reckoned with. So I think that, you know, that furthers it along and was a necessary step for them to take. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I find it very interesting on this show that they really focused on Enzo Mori and the Zo train. It was this whole entire episode about them. It really, you know, Sure, it had four other guys that were not a part of the Zo Train, but those guys were not as dominant in this show. It was all about what was going on with Enzo and what he thought about these guys and how he was using them and everything that transpired. So I think that that's an interesting thing because, you know, for an entire episode to be geared towards those guys, it means there's a lot of other guys that didn't get involved in this show, and which is fine. I mean, hey, it, it, it ended up working out okay, right? I mean... Yeah. Not a, a bad show overall. I you think know, that we go ahead. You know, so I had this. I'm, I mean, I'm probably wrong because I usually am. I had the thought during it that for me, it almost. See, I mean, obviously, Enzo's not going to be the champ forever. He shouldn't be. There's many, many, many talented guys on on 205. But for me, 
I almost got the sense that this is going to start trans transitioning him into being, you know, the leader of some faction, not as the champion, but almost in a, you know, manager type of way. You know, they, they showcased Enzo, you know, using different means to motivate his guys, you know, a title, you know, hinting at a title shot, you know, money and jewelry, you know, whatever, you know, all these perks, which I think can, once he drops, you know, the title still be used, you know, to make him, pretty decent leader of a group and keep him relevant. I, I'm not going to argue with you on that because I, if that is going to be the, what takes place with him, I'm completely happy. I really don't need to see Enzo wrestle. No, I no. just really don't. He, he's, he, he does what he does, uh, um, but I'm just not overly impressed with it. And I, if he does what you're saying here, it takes more of that leadership role of a faction or as a manager that that works perfect. His mouth is the best thing that he has to offer uh, WWE. That's that's yeah, that's absolutely breadwinner. Um, so you know, it's also kind of funny. And I wanted to ask you this question: being a New Yorker and mm-hmm. you know having that you know understanding of some of the way he does things, and I'm sure you know people kind of like Enzo. Uh, yeah. Do you think they're, they're being over the top with you know Enzo Amore? Do you think it's a little over the top, or do you think he fits right in and, and it works? You know when. Harry, here's the season to laugh because I say I think almost you know every week that I hate it, I absolutely hate. It. Like I said, like I said during the SmackDown um, taping, I don't really watch NXT that much. So and there was a period of time where like I try to follow it and I try to keep up on it and whatnot, but there was a period of time where I just really didn't have the time. As horrible as this to say, so when they first debuted on Vor. And I heard the music. I, I was in a chat for a different group, and I was like, "What the heck? you know? What the heck is this?" And I ha- instantly hated it. Being a lifelong New Yorker, being an Italian American who has every stereotype, you know, thrown at them, <laughs> it's it is over the top. But then again, it really isn't because there are people like that, and they know it. I mean, what was the show with um, Snooki? You know, and and whatever. Oh, Jersey you know, Shore. Yeah, Jersey Shore. So you know, you do have people like that. Unfortunately, I mean, they've made it very you know comical, you know, and and, and whatnot. But if I never, ever hear him say "How you doing?" again, I will be a very, <laughs> very happy person. I hate, I don't mind Enzo. I like everybody. I get a kick out of him. I think he's you know really good on the mic. He's entertaining. I do kind of think they're going to start to maybe transition him into some other type of role, you know, almost in a, in a sense of a Bobby Heenan type of thing where he was like this, you know, great manager who used different means to really motivate the guys and get them what they want, you know, whatever, whatever. And um, not that he gave Bobby the brain, but that type of thing. Um, I hate it. <laughs> I've always hated it. I, I would, it grated on my nerves the whole soft thing I yeah and you're probably sorry you asked but I don't like it at all no yeah <laughs> I know I'm not sorry at all I asked I actually that's the kind of info I wanted because you know I am from Texas and talk like I'm a Texan and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and you know that's you know and I always hear different uh, TV shows and movies and even wrestling that comes out and there's a Texan portrayed and they've got to have big boots and a hat. Yeah, got... JBL, his hat, yeah, you these... know, the blackjacks, you know, that whole, everybody's riding, you know, 
riding a horse and has a big ranch, you know, and all that. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. a stereotype. You know? Hey, which if I had a big ranch, I'd be glad. You can call me whatever you yeah. want. <laughs> exactly. exactly. But, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, that's what's interesting. You know, stereotypes. That's wrestling kind of is built on a lot of you know gimmicks that are stereotypes of certain groups. I mean, um, that's that's hey, that's kind of what makes up the the better part of sometimes in wrestling. So right, just so, really curious. Yeah, I, it's it's just I guess I guess the whole I can't even use the word because it would make no sense because it's Italian American slang, but the whole persona he has going on has always been a you know something that makes my eyes roll so mm-hmm. well, what is the slang go ahead and, and what is the slang it's um it's like a guinea or a wop it's like really derogatory okay. yeah it's like really derogatory uh, to be honest yeah no 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 no, no, no. people yeah. listen she's she's the yeah so or um, even like <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, and there's others. I won't, you know, I'll, yeah, tell, you, I'll tell you off air. Yeah, we won't get too far. You can only yeah. use your stereotypes. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm usually the one that's in trouble. I don't want to get you in trouble. That's me. Sean, yeah, our Harry, producer, has a, wrote, wrote me in a lot of times. Harry thought I cursed last week, and I was he was like freaking out. He's like, Did you just curse? He's, he's like, Oh, what's your accent? I'm like, Sorry. No. Trust me, there, there's no problem with it. And I mean, Paul has that problem a lot of times, so don't worry about it on your end. It'll be okay. Uh, so, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you're right about Enzo Amore. I'm really kind of curious how this is going to shake out. If he's more on the vocal side rather than being in the ring action side, I am all game for it. I want to see more of it. I'm really digging the, you know, the persona because of you know what he can offer in that route. It may be a little stereotypical. It may not be something you care for, but I, I definitely understand where you're coming from on that, being someone who is a New Yorker, who is Italian-American. And, you know, I'm sure there's other people in, in your kind of circumstances that may not like <laughs> you know, the way they treat Jinder Mahal and people like that because of, well, it's racial stereotypes and all that. So. Oh, yeah, no. It's, and for me, it's not – it's any, you know, racial, you know, stereotype. It's – it's not even that it's a racial stereotype. It's it's entertainment. It's TV. They're gonna go there. It's when they make it so goofy mm-hmm. of a stereotype. That's where it grates on my nerves. I mean, yeah. and they they need it. And any stereotype, they can do it with any any ethnic backgrounds. And I get them doing it to an extent with any. I don't just dislike it because it's Italian American. If they made any ethnic stereotype like super super goofy. I'd be, I'd be saying the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, it'd be you know be really bad news to see you know Biggie come out with grape juice or something like that. You know, Kool Aid. <laughs> so it, it would be a bad bad situation. So <laughs> people would hear about it. Uh, but anyway, oh, yeah. uh, before we get in too much trouble, I better change the mode here. Uh, and <laughs> this is two hundred five live. Uh, that's the show. Uh, we kind of rounded out everything, you know, uh, not a super long show. I, I don't know how long you and Harry usually go to these, but these are pretty quick. These don't really take yeah, a long these, time these, to get through. These are pretty quick unless Harry gets off on some, some tangent. Yeah. Like I just did. I kind of, <laughs> I pulled a Harry on you. So, uh, but, uh, no, I mean, seriously, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Um, just to make sure I do, do you and Harry actually rate two Oh five live. Uh, I can't remember. We do actually. All right, what we are you do. gonna rate this one? I'm gonna give it. Um, I mean, I liked it, you know. Overall, 
I honestly wish it was more Drew as the gobbledygooker because I loved that and, and I love Drew. Um, and simply for the fact that it actually took me a couple of seconds to realize the show ended. I don't know why it ended and they were dominant. I was just expecting something else. And to be perfectly honest, I was watching all the commercials and I was like, okay, why isn't it going back? And then I realized, oh, it ended. So just for the fact that it left me, it ended up left leaving me wanting something a little bit more or feeling like I missed something. I'm going to give it a six and a half. Well, that is a fair rating. And you know, it's kind of funny. Me and you are on the same wavelength because I thought the exact same thing, to be honest with you. <laughs> I had to look at my clock. I had to look at the clock and oh, it's it's now uh, ten o'clock over here on the Central Time. Uh, so yes, that means that guess what? It's actually over. Uh, so yeah. yes, I mean I uh, it's, it's, it's kind of shocking. Yeah, I was like, okay, this, they're really showing a lot of this Kevin Owens thing, like right now. I'm like, I'm like, you know, and I actually paused it and like rewound it a bit, and I was like, oh, okay, it's over. Yeah, so I mean. I, it's it's not a bad way to end it, but it kind of like you said, just kind of a yeah. sudden stop. <laughs> yeah, it just threw, just just threw me off a little bit. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. So I you know I think I'll go with six. I think it was a fairly well done show. Nothing over the top. I don't think any of these matches really just yeah. blew you away or anything like that. No, and agreed. The, the, you you kind of had the same storyline with the segments and all that. They kind of all blend together. So I can't give it too much of a big rating because of that reason but it's still a solid 205 live i don't think you're gonna be disappointed if you haven't watched it yet and you're listening to us talk about it just go check it out it's not a bad episode it's a good show so well everyone hey make sure you go check out w2nmed.com that's the place you go find all your great wrestling needs and a lot more uh want to make sure you give uh, a chance to subscribe rate and review over there at wrestling in the banks or the w2m network both are great and some big love to the uh, for one mania.com and last one on pro wrestling.com. Thanks for all that they do for us. And we hope all of you have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Have fun with your family and your friends. We are going to try to do the best to do the same with us. Hopefully no brawls break out in your living room. Uh, and, and make sure that if you do use a table, it doesn't have food on it uh, to put someone through it. And uh, make sure you use the chairs to sit on instead of using it to crush someone's head. So uh, we appreciate you. And uh, we have a lot of fun here. So make sure you check out NXT when we do that review show later this week. Uh, and that's going to be a really fun one because uh, Paul has kind of told me earlier in the week it's going to be a blast. So looking forward to that. And, and come check out all the other great shows on the network. Trust me. Lots of cool stuff. If you're going to be taking a long trip with your friends or family to go wherever your destination is, that's why you hit that subscribe button so you can listen to all the shows on your way, and you're going to have a blast doing it. So there you go, guys. Thanks a lot for joining us. I appreciate it. So for myself and for Liz Pagosi, I'll catch you guys down the road. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.